check, check, check. Fourth of July. Check, check, check. Check, oh, check, it's check. Independence Day. Yeah, that will be used. <laughs> Thank you. The Matt and Beth Show. The Matt and Beth Show. Okay, it's good. What's your favorite patriotic song ever? I'm going to play it for you right now. I got my finger on the trigger. Are you really? Which one it is, yep. Proud to be an American. Dang it. Hands down. Proud to be an American. All right, got to change that. Get a little chills. I try to time it just right at the, for the, you know, with the music at the fireworks at the end of the night. I try to time it. The finale is proud to be an American. With you playing the music, (laughs) are you the DJ? Well, it, I just I have like a playlist and the, the Bluetooth speaker. Yeah, <laughs> I love it. That's the way a fireworks show should go. Do you usually get to the end and then are you usually singing with it? What? What? Are you watching the fireworks? Give me, give me, My paint heart the picture. Is swelling. It's warm on yes, the inside. Yes. Proud to be an American. So this is our 4th of July episode. Yeah. Welcome. Episode, episode 19. 19. Jinx. So, yeah. We love 4th of July. We love Independence Day. I love getting together with the family and barbecuing and all the things that go along with it. But we do want to say a big thank you to those who serve our country, whether it's in the military, those who work in public service. But there are people have, you know, for hundreds of years have fought for us to have the freedoms that we have today. So while we're going to have fun and we're going to talk about hot dogs, which is very important to the 4th of July, we just want to acknowledge and just say thank you for those who continue to serve us to protect the freedoms that we have. You're listening to Matt and my mom. This is the Matt and Beth show. Bye, everybody. But what the people really want to know is how many hot dogs are eaten mm. by Americans each Independence Day. Now, Do you have a guess, Matt? This is the same. Uh, this is according to the National Hot Dog and Sausage um, Council. Yeah. Did you know there was such a thing? They're going to bump the numbers. They're fudging them a bit. <laughs> so I'm going to go with, uh, is it just on 4th of July, just in America? Yes. Are hot dogs and brats the same? Uh, okay, okay. They eat around 150 million hot dogs. I each gave it away, no, no. Oh, I just gave it to you. Oh. Rewind, rewind, rewind. Okay, so according to the National Hot Dog Sausage Council, from Memorial Day to Labor Day is quote unquote peak hot dog season. Okay. And in that time, they consume around 7 billion hot dogs. But this is the Ooh. question is how many are consumed on Independence Day? It's a really good question. And that Nathan's hot dog eating contest. There's quite a few consumers mm, just there. There's a bunch right there. Mm-hmm. Uh, so the number is, you said 7 billion through the prime hot dog season? Yeah. I miss a lot of dogs. It's 818 eaten every second oh, wow. <laughs> of that season. That's so many hot dogs. How do they keep up with the demand? They literally, it's like Santa's elves, how they work like 364 days a year. They're like, they're like, come on guys. 18 days till peak hot dog season. <laughs> Get rapping. I don't know. What is the, the Okay, the, one day, the one day though. 
hot dogs. Fourth of July, 150 million. That's a lot hot of dogs. dogs. That's a lot of hot dogs. And uh, and if they include that as being brats, because I think a lot of people have moved away from the hot dog and gone to a brat. Or, yeah, when you get it to be an adult and you realize mm. that, I mean, if you got to choke down a dog at game day and that's all you've eaten all day. You'll take down a couple. That's fine. But upon choice, I'm not throwing a hot dog on the grill when I have a brat. Right? Yeah, but I don't think you're eating a hot dog the right way. What do you mean? I've had your hot dog, your Chicago style. Chicago dog, yeah. It it changes everything. It does. You've got to have the all beef hot dog. Yeah. Now, would I invite people over on a Thursday night? You want to come over and eat some hot dogs? No. Yeah, right. I would add brats. But don't you think that's... One of the beautiful things about the freedom and independence that we have as a country is we can go get 18 different flavored brats at our grocery store. Yes, and 18 different meats. And We should eat hot dogs in remembrance of the days that we did not have such liberties. Uh, Can you tell us about a Chicago dog? What goes on it? First of all, it's an all-beef hot dog on a poppy seed bun. Okay. How hard is that to find a poppy seed bun? It's hard to find here. In Chicago, not hard to find. On the hot dog, you put sweet pickle relish, onions, tomatoes, mustard only, no other condiments. Okay, what kind of mustard? Okay, the sweet sweet relish is a condiment, but. What kind of mustard? Yellow mustard. Yellow, straight up. Mm Mm-hmm. Okay. And a pickle slice. A dill pickle slice, like a spear. Yes. So it's almost as big as the hot dog. Yes. And celery salt. So mustard, sweet pickle relish, onions, tomatoes, dill pickle spear, and a little shake of celery salt on this. And it's on a poppy seed bun. You, listen, you're going to want to eat hot dogs more. You're listening to Matt and my mom. This is the Matt and Beth show. Have you ordered your Matt and Beth show t-shirt yet? How would one go about ordering one? (laughs) (laughs) Just email us at themattandbethshow at gmail.com or send us a message on social media, Facebook, Instagram. Let us know you want your limited edition Matt and Beth Show t-shirts. They're $25. It all goes to support the show. We'll even ship it to you for an extra five bucks, but get your shirt before they're gone. I had this idea that we should give away a shirt. I'm totally down. I'm totally down to get one away. You like how I stole your idea and I just called it mine. Yeah, all right. So if you follow us on social media, Instagram or Facebook, all week we're going to be putting a question every day for five days and you just answer the question. It's going to be some Matt and Beth trivia. You're going to have to know the show a little bit, but answer a question every day. You'll get a point and everyone with the, you know, whoever has the most points at the end of the week, we're going to throw their name in a hat and draw for a a t-shirt. And it helps to listen to the show. If you've listened to past episodes, you're going to have a better chance to win. Thank us later, okay? (laughs) (laughs) Somebody once said, you know when you have the hiccups and you just wish your hiccups would go away? And then when they do, you just like go on with your day. Not giving much love to your hiccups being gone. We take things for granted, like the way that we feel when we feel good. And here's the thing is my back, my neck and my back used to be like just not right. I'd look in the mirror and my body would be like sideways. It's weird. So Dr. Bo has helped that out so much, but beyond that, the guys helped me in my life so much too. Make sure to follow Dr. Bo and Trinity Chiropractic on all social media platforms. Lots of cool stuff that he posts, just inspiring small nuggets of wisdom to to plant for your day. Sports injuries, 
yeah, you walked funny and fell up some stairs. Dr. Bo, Trinity Chiropractic, 31st and 0. And on the World Wide Web at trinitychiro.com. Don't judge me. Prior to loving Jesus, <laughs> and I think I loved Jesus. I didn't know who Jesus was. Right. By the way, I don't like it when people say, good luck at blah, 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 because I don't believe really anything is luck anymore. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. A lot of perspective has changed. One thing that I think got me at the beginning, since we are talking about things with independence and 4th of July, is I always felt like that if I were to ever because we all reach this point not you because you were basically born into the church and you've raised into the church and this is you're you and a pastor married and you're running a church it's all church throughout your entire life it hasn't been like mm -hmm. that for me went to church all the time just didn't really know what the relationship part i think is one of the big things that i never really understood what that meant yeah so the relationship with jesus is a whole lot different than just going and sitting in pews that was what i did when i was a kid so as an adult, though, and you start getting into some of the things that you're doing in life, I wasn't exactly following any sort of uh, proper behavior, I would say, in my younger years. And then got older and just kind of based everything upon the things that I read that I thought were positive and, yeah. and that felt good in my life. Because I didn't want to feel like I had uh, someone else running my life or I was following some set of rules. I wanted that uh, independence to be able to make the choices as I wanted to. And if I thought maybe this religion over here had a good one that fit with that, then I would just pick that. And then maybe, oh, there you go. Uh, I like that one there over there. Christianity, I'm going to grab that. I never wanted anything holding me down and changing my life and making me live some way that I felt like I wasn't free. This, this thing that you think is going to be such a tight hold on your life, a no fun game with, with God, that sometimes you avoid it because you don't want anybody to infringe on any of your freedoms. And I don't want anybody to uh, try to take anything away from me that I'm doing. Why is this wrong? Oh, because you say it's wrong because your book says it's wrong. Then I'm not doing that because I don't want to feel like that you've got some kind of hold on me. Wow. I, I feel like that we could spend our entire lives trying to learn <laughs> to dive into the depths of this but uh i i do think that we you know what a blessing for us to live in a country where we you know people fought for us to have the freedoms that we have today yeah. and to be independent of you know not being ruled over by someone else far away who's not even here right i mean that was a, a huge part of why we are where we are today as a country, a huge part of signing the Declaration of Independence was saying, you're not in charge of us. You're not the boss of me anymore, <laughs> right? Um, so I love that. And I'm so, so grateful um, for the freedoms that we do have, the freedom to practice the religion that you want to practice, or like in our, like we're talking about a relationship with Jesus to worship the way that we want to worship. Huge blessing to have those freedoms. Um, but I do think that as Americans, as Americans who are living, you know, a couple hundred years late after the fight for our freedom, I think it's something that we not only take for granted, but we start to think that we're entitled mm. to live a life of, I can do what I want, right, right? right? Of independence. You can't tell me I have freedom, Yeah. right? I think if we actually saw the price that was paid for that freedom, I think that we would hold it a little more, you know, 
we would we would honor that freedom a little bit more. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. We wouldn't yeah, yeah, take yeah, it yeah. for granted and use it as a license to do whatever we want. Do you know what I'm saying? Absolutely. So I do think that that's something. And again, it's, we live in this, it's a first world problem, right? Oh, I have to overcome taking advantage of my freedoms, but it is an attitude that we do have to overcome that because I have so much freedom at my fingertips that I can use that for whatever I want for selfish gain. And that is, I think the issue that you and I are talking about is when you want a little bit of this religion, and a little bit of that religion, it's just like, well, I just want to do what I want when I want yeah. rather than having a little bit of accountability, you know, that freedom isn't there so that you can do whatever you want. There has to be, there has to be, or have to be laws. There have to be, um, parameters, um, because we are just, in, uh, generally speaking, selfish people. Mm. And then the Bible talks about that. Don't use your freedom to as license to do evil. Well, I have freedom. Right. Right. God's yeah. given me this free will. So I think that true freedom doesn't come from having no rules. Right. Like true freedom comes when you recognize that. Everything I have comes from God. Every blessing I have has come from him and he has healed me and he has, you know, helped me like because he's done so much for me, I'm going to live my life the way he lives. Like there's freedom in that. And it's not because it's the set of rules that I have to abide by. It's because I'm recognizing what he has done for me and I just want to live like him. Do you know what I'm saying? A hundred percent. It's not because he gave me this 10 commandments and I got to carry it with me on a stone everywhere I go and make sure I don't miss the mark. Right, right. But no, you can understand like, that oh, because, too. And, and I think we should have that feeling for our country too. Yeah. Because of the price that was paid for our freedom, let's not use it for selfish things. Right. Like let's, let, how do I help others walk in freedom? How do I you know, protect the people around me? How do I live each day in a way that honors the sacrifices that were made for my freedom? Right. Whether it's in your, just in our country or it's in your, uh, you know, spiritual life. How do I live my life? It's really living your life for others' freedom more than just your own personal preferences. Right. You know that I found that the the more and more that I have a stronger relationship or I'm following, I don't want to say rules, but that we like what does even what does it even mean freedom that I can't do what I don't it's obviously not free if I can't do what I want, but you're not going to want to do those things. Well, and I think that that it goes back to like the principles that govern this world, right? When God created the world, there were certain principles that he put in place that it's not like you you become a believer in Jesus, you're a Christian now, and so you find this set of rules that you have to, it's like, this is how God designed the universe to run. Right. And like you're saying, like he kind of changes, not changes our hearts. Oh, he does change our hearts, but it's like once you know him, you find yourself aligning your life with these governing principles of the, the that he created the world for. And the next thing, it just becomes natural or it should if you are truly following Jesus and you're wanting to be more like him it, you're right it's not rules no. but it's the way he designed the world and you're just like oh yeah this is 
the way it should be. Right. Crazy. It's it's you just described it perfectly. And almost I see myself like being like crazy at an airport, like walking around, going, I don't even know where I'm going, and like spinning and luggage is going everywhere, and that's life. Mm-hmm. And then you go, I'm just trying to get down to gate 618. Whoa. And somebody's like, hey, man, there's this path over here. You can just stand on it. It'll take you right to it. Yeah. And it was kind of like, oh, this is what I'm supposed to I was wasting all that energy on so many other things. Man, and I could not find hack. He's find little, little hiccups of happiness here and there. But it's the long game, too. You know, like, yeah. I, I don't want to rely on everything that's happening every single moment that I have all these freedoms to try to reach for some happiness that might give me some sort of peace for 30 minutes until I move on to the next thing that happens to fly by and catch my attention. That's what it felt like, felt like chaos and chaos. If you're trapped in chaos, that's no freedom. But when you're trapped in the freedom that you're supposed to be walking, you know it, you can feel it in every part of your body and your brain and everything seems at peace and you're in the right spot where you're supposed to be doing. Like you're in the lane that you were designed to be in. Do you know what I mean? I do. It feels as though I'm in a place that is free because I've gotten rid of all of those things. And people talk about chains and you're like, I don't get that in the Bible. It may be back then, but no, no, the feeling of, and I, and I, I can, it feels like weights coming off of you and chains coming off of you because a lot of these things over time, when you build this relationship with Jesus, these other things just kind of fade away in the back and they're replaced with something better. And that's the freedom I want to walk in. The feeling that I don't feel like I've controlled by all of these things that don't feel like they're supposed to be in my life. But for some reason, that's what I'm choosing. But God just gives, it's, it's, it's a different way. It's just a whole different way. And I think that you understand real freedom because it's another word that we just throw around if we've never experienced. And I, I think there's an element of maturity that comes with the process. So if you think about when you were, you know, there's a lot, there are a lot of different parenting philosophies, but most, I would say most of the people that I have seen with kids, like who have good kids, kids that are, that grow up to, that they make good choices, they you know, do decent in school. They become contributing members of society. So what I would say good, the people I know in my life that have are good parents and have that have the proof of it is they have good kids is there were some kind of boundaries. Mm. Now, I, I don't think that you have to make every decision for your kid their entire life, but even, you know, the kid babies, Young kids, like they crave a little bit of structure, a little bit of parameters, a little bit of boundaries. I'm not saying you have to micromanage everything. I'm just saying, but as they grow and as they learn what the boundaries are, what good choices are, not to stick their fingers in a, a, an electric socket. Once they learn those things, they, they get, you give them more and more freedom to make more decisions. Mm. And, and I do feel like that as we walk with God, like we, re- we recognize we're not just robots. He isn't just putting us, you know, just telling us what to do every minute of every day. But as we grow and as we mature, we realize, oh, there, I have all these freedoms, but I've learned the principles that he has designed this world to work under. And I find myself kind of just making good decisions because of those boundaries that were there. The freedom was always there. I just needed a little bit of maturity before I could even, I could handle all the freedom. You're listening to the Brian Best Show. How many ingredients will you need to guess the condiment? 
Mm, but then, do you are you going to read them in order? No. It is going to be. It could be. Rando condiment. Okay. Randomment condiment read. Okay. 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 What do you think? How many do you think you'll need? I don't know. That feels like you can just list the. Let's see. Here. Most odd. Polysorbate eighty. Oh, does mustard? It actually is. No, it's not. It's not. Okay. Okay. I'll do one if you want. If you want it in three, even if you just say we could do condiments in three. If okay. I give you three, and I'll give you one easy, and then two that I don't know what they are. Okay. Especially if it's like red dye F one. <laughs> it's probably for cats up. You don't know. That could be high as fifty seven. Could be. Could All right. Be. Contains barley, tomato puree, and raisin juice concentrate. Ketchup. Come on. Ketchup. 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 That's incorrect. <gasps> I need a fourth ingredient. Oh, never mind. What are the 57 ingredients in Heinz ketchup? So it is ketchup. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was Heinz 57 sauce. Have you ever put Heinz 57 sauce on a hot dog? Put whatever you want on a hot dog. Whoa, 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 whoa. In this moment that I th- say you could put on a hot dog. You're right. That makes it a little cool. bit harder. Let me go look up the ingredients for whipped cream. Okay. You no, could so, put you, it on there. Nobody would ever. Uh-huh. If you're sitting at a table, hold on, hold on. Grape jelly Stop. ingredients. Got That's it. not right. Let hey. me go ahead and look up cookie if, dough ice cream. Okay. Time out, time out, time out, time out. We just have to have an understanding about each other that I'm not going to reach into those kind of pockets. Heinz 57? Yeah, I, that's something you put on a dog? Where do you put have it? Have you? Tell the truth. Have you put it on a hot dog? I'm not talking about a steak. I'm not talking about a pork chop. I'm saying, have you ever put it on a hot dog? Yes or no? Yes or no, you can't give any other answer. Simply impossible for me to do. <laughs> With anything. Okay. The answer is no. The answer is you this. Heard let it here, let folks. me say this. I can't say that I have. I can't say that I haven't, but I can say that I would. Okay. Okay. Right now. You got a hot dog? Go get some Heinz 57 Okay, I will. If, I don't lunch. know if we have any Heinz 57, Pinky though. promise that's what you're going to eat for lunch. Uh, if we have Heinz 57, <laughs> then that's what I'll eat, and I will record the video of it. Thank you. Here, let me just say this. What is good on a hot dog? Chicago dogs, It. I've had one at your house, and you made it perfect. You guys You guys had like a yes. Chicago dog yes. party or whatever. It was amazing. It was amazing for a Chicago dog. Like, I wouldn't eat a hot dog like that all the time. It's just right. a lot of stuff, but the flavor was really, really right. good. Celery salt, why it works, I don't eh, know. I don't even know works. what it is. Why, how do you make salt out of celery? Uh, it's all water. Uh, so, uh, okay, here it is. The best hot dog you'll ever have. Okay. I'm listening. Yellow mustard, regular. It can be high V, really? it can be okay. Russes, it can be whatever you want. Yellow mustard, straight up. Okay. I do like the brand names a little bit better. I but, was just going to say, but, I already disagree with you there, but okay. But I'll go with mustard. If you, you pick gotta, your own brand, sure. Get whatever it is that okay. you eat. Best either hot a, dog I'll ever eat. Best hot dog you'll I ever promise. eat. promise. Everyone but Beth, probably. So this one, yellow mustard, okay. large amount, okay, and black pepper, Crushed on top until you can't see the yellow mustard. Oh, snap. That much. You'd be like, that's a lot of black pepper. A lot of pepper. Do it once. Oh, yeah, I'll try it. Okay. Okay. (laughs) Sounds good. (laughs) (laughs) 
You don't have to talk me into it. I mean, you'll have to talk me into it being the best one I've ever had, yeah. but I will try it. Maybe I shouldn't have said that at the beginning. You know how no, I like you, my hot dogs? Yeah, see, you got to how, how about not under the, promise, over right. deliver. Right, you're right. You're right. You know, these hot dogs are kind of gross, actually. Okay, tell me, could you help me with something? Yeah. I know we're in the middle of a game. Yeah. But I, I, I had Googled ways that people eat hot dogs around the world. Mm. And I need you to tell me if you know where this one's from. Okay. Or do you want me to do this diff- later? No, I kind of like this. Game. Okay. That's all right. I didn't have any other condiments. Okay, anyway. this isn't an actual hot dog. <laughs> <laughs> We've moved on. My my condiment list like, started with cucumbers. I'm like, everybody knows it's relish. We're in the middle of a game. <laughs> <laughs> Here's a different game. And this has like, okay, so this, it starts with a bratwurst. Okay. Okay. This is what's what they say in this particular place. This is how people eat a hot dog. Although they're saying it's a brat. So to me, it's different. So I'm eating a hot dog at this place. Where, not a restaurant, but no. a, 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 a area, a in, place, a city. It's a city name. In the United States? This is in the United States. Oh, okay, go. Bratwurst, cream cheese. Philadelphia. Sliced raw jalapenos. Okay. Chopped cabbage. Oof. Sriracha. Sriracha. Los Angeles. No. You're not even going to believe this. Okay. I don't believe it now. Kansas? No. Nebraska? No. Seattle? Huh? Is that really? even true? I don't know. Aren't you from Seattle? Yeah, but I don't know how many hot dogs I ate in Seattle. <laughs> huh. See, I don't even know about Is, these websites. If you're from Seattle and you never heard of that, but don't you think that sounds good? I think that that's Brat, be- cream cheese, jalapeno. Yes. Chopped cabbage. Cabbage. Interesting to me. But sriracha? Yeah. With the cream cheese? Yeah. Yeah. What I think we should do is go through here and get all these hot dogs, and we, then we have to try them just for research for the show. Just for research. Yeah. That's important. Yeah. You know how they eat hot dogs in Japan? With chopsticks? No. Mm. They slice the bottom part of it to make it look like an octopus I've and then fry that. it and put it in a bento box. <laughs> look how cute that is. Could you imagine if I had cute. people over for the 4th of July and I said, we're having hot dogs. <laughs> they open the roaster and it's just a bunch of hot dogs that look like an octopus. <sighs> they really do look like octopus too. So you might think they're honestly they having do. octopus for dinner. Uh, <laughs> Tell me your thoughts on sauerkraut. Yay or nay? Like in life. Yeah. Nay. Really? Yeah. You wouldn't put it on a hot dog? I would, mm-hmm. but uh, it, I think if, if I was really, really hungry and I wanted to add more to it, yeah. so it had more substance, Yes. then maybe. But sauerkraut's just like uh, nasty cabbage, right? Well, it is fermented. Yeah. Yeah, yeah which sounds nasty. Yeah, yeah. Please don't dry heave. I'm not. Okay. <laughs> I don't know. Well, so I never used. I like it. You do on what? I do. Well, when I work for Lolo's, I eat it on a Polish dog with like spicy brown mustard. Okay. And sauerkraut. That's all it needs. If you threw some black pepper on there, it would be good. I'm going to try it next time. Yeah. I'll have to bring my own pepper grinder. Will you, that be weird when I walk into the food truck with a pepper grinder? A little bougie. Nothing bad about <laughs> it though. Bring your own pepper grinder. <laughs> Opening up your pr- <laughs> zip. I have a, I have a pepper grinder at my house that would fit. No, that is like like one of those really big like it's like 
I don't know, 18 inches tall that they use at Cheesecake Factory. Oh. Like one of the, when your yeah, server yeah, yeah, yeah. is like, would you like pepper? Would you like crushed <laughs> pepper on that? And you're like, yeah, of course. So my sister-in-law lived with us at the time and she worked at Cheesecake Factory and brought it home in her oh, apron cool. on accident. That's and I, accident. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 15 years later, it's <laughs> still in my pantry. I want to know what- uh, Sorry, you, Cheesecake Factory. What you've brought home from your job. <laughs> On accident yeah. or well, on purpose. Uh, either one. You don't have to like say that stamps. Part. Or like money. <laughs> <laughs> the register. <laughs> People's credit card numbers. <laughs> <laughs> For another day. Okay. That's funny. Uh, uh, why do I have to do all, I have all of them? I've got do you some. have them there too? Go. Yeah. Get, hit, hit me. Hit me with your best shot. Okay. Three ingredients. Okay. Three ingredients. Two can be whatever you want, but at least throw one in there that would make some sense. All right. All right. I feel like this is so... Okay. Vinegar. Mm. Salt. Yeah. Paprika. Paprika. I know. Weird. I didn't really give you an easy one. The only easy one in this one, do you know, want to know what it is? Do you want a fourth ingredient? No. Okay. Not until I need it. Okay. And I don't need it yet. I didn't really play by the rules. What did you do? You took ingredients from other things? Did, or you're no, building something from your No, I'm just saying, like, I purposely did not get, really give you an easy one. Paprika? Yeah. When you're making Italian food, do you do it that one girl does, that real thin uh, lady on the... Uh, on, Gianna. Gianna. Yeah, Gianna. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do you, yeah, I don't do you know. is that do you do that stuff though? When you know what I'm talking about? Yeah. What do you mean? Uh, <laughs> do I do I all of a sudden have an accent when yeah, I say the names yeah, of certain kinds yeah. of pasta and cheese? Do you? No, because you're Italian. Yeah. Yeah. So paprika, huh? Mm-hmm. <laughs> so paprika. Uh, I don't think paprika is an Italian. I know. Seasoning. I know. But still, I can say it with an accent. It sounds cooler. <laughs> Roll so, your R's. So it's paprika. paprika. <laughs> uh, so you said vinegar, water, and paprika. Uh, it's got to be. I didn't say water. I said vinegar, salt, salt, and paprika. Vinegar, salt, and paprika. I think. Actually, maybe I said water. Now you have four. Okay. Because water's got to be in it, too. Something that we put on hot dogs. Now, you're not doing like going to the other end now and going, you say whipped cream. You could be anything. You're not doing that, are you? Beth, but we already I, have an understanding. you... <laughs> <laughs> this is a this is a very common hot dog ingredient. Tr- truthfully, hundred uh, percent. It is mayonnaise. Nah, dang it! I'm gonna give you another ingredient. Yeah, turmeric. I thought it was turmeric, but it's spelled T U R. Turmeric. It's. Uh, uh, Think about what does turmeric do? Yes, it spices things up, right? What does uh, turmeric do? What do you mean? It turns things yellow. I mean, it adds flavor. Too, oh, like but. uh, gray poupon, like a dark uh, mustard. Just regular mustard. That's regular mustard. No. Yeah. Huh. The only ingredient I thought would give it away was mustard seed. <laughs> <laughs> I can't make that. Yeah, mustard seed. I need some good news, baby. Give it to me. Give it to me. Your wrap up is brought to you by Trinity Chiropractic. Here's Beth with your wrap up. 
We're talking all things freedom today, and I love this verse in the Bible. I'm reading it from the message translation. If you ever are reading the Bible and you're like, this isn't making a ton of sense to me, the message is just, it, it just kind of elaborates in language that we understand. And I love this verse. It's in Galatians chapter five, and it says, it is absolutely clear that God has called you to a free life. Just make sure that you don't use this freedom as an excuse to do whatever you want to do and destroy your freedom. How does that destroy your freedom? It seems like you're using your freedoms, right? Well, it talks about if you know if you bite and ravage each other, watch out. In no time at all, you'll be annihilating each other and where will your precious freedom be then? So when we make these decisions based on what I want and we, we hurt people in the process and now we've destroyed everyone around us and where's our freedom now? Do you know? That's what it's saying. It says, rather use your freedom to serve one another in love. That's how freedom grows. For everything we know about God's word is summed up in a single sentence. Love your neighbor as you love yourself. That's an act of true freedom. So don't use your freedom for evil. Don't use it for selfish gain. Use your freedom to serve others. Use your freedom to love others and watch how that freedom grows. I'm Beth, and that's your wrap-up. I need some good news, baby. Give it to me. Give it to me. All the other episodes are at the Let's pause for a second so I can blow my nose. Yeah. Let's pause for a second so I can pee-pee. <laughs>